This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We acknowledge Elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. Ah, oh, hello, Daddy. Oh, hey, Spooky. Hey, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back. Back in the pod chamber. Got myself a little... Lemoncello. Lemoncello? I suppose it's a small drink that you've got there. Well, it's a great um, after-dinner drink. Uh, what do you call it? An, uh, an affogato? Uh, yeah, an, an affogato. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Af- after the gato. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm drinking that down. Yeah. Had a big... Um, had a big rice-based meal. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, what, yeah. What, what, what else did you have with that rice? Oh, just rice. Oh, yeah. But it was several kinds, black rice and white rice. Oh, can you Mixed in with some brown rice. Oh. Oh, so mixed in all together, so it wasn't like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, there were some chicory seeds in there too. Ooh. Yeah, for flavour. Ooh. But uh, other than that, it was a mostly starch meal. Mm. So after such a starchy meal, you can imagine you need the limoncello to really uh, cut through it. Yeah, Mm. break it down. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, well, you know, should we introduce the, the pod, Spooky? Oh, hello, listeners. Um, welcome to Spooky Pod. Yeah. Um, and don't get this mixed up. It's not a Halloween podcast, even though it's called Spooky Speaks. We won't be talking about Halloween at all. Oh, okay. I don't want any mention of it. Every year, everyone says, oh, it's spooky season. Hmm. Oh, you must be so happy because your name is Spooky. You must... Um, you must love it. Well, I don't love it because they're never talking about me when they're talking about spooky movie marathons or, you know, a, a new line of children's chocolate. Oh, yeah. Well, what, what would be in a spooky marathon? What would be in a spooky marathon? Yeah. Well, Legally Blonde. Yeah. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Yeah. Um, Top of the Lake. Mm. Um, and uh, probably six or seven hours of The Simple Life. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that rings true for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you've been, you, you know me. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've been acquainted with your movie marathons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been to a few. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been out of host one. No, yeah, what do you? Damn doing? you, COVID! <laughs> Damn you, COVID! Oh well, I mean, I suppose for all the new listeners for the start of season three, uh, I guess you should tell people that you're a Chihuahua. Oh, I always get distracted. Yeah, I know um, you do. Well, yes, I mean, I am a Chihuahua. Um. I'm 12 years young. Yeah. I uh, was the former treasurer of Australia. Um, if you look it up, though, on Wikipedia, um, you, I, don't, I don't show up on the, the sort of history um, graphs uh, because I was the uh, Chihuahua understudy to the treasurer, which is, uh, as, we, as we know, unrecorded. Oh, yeah. It's 40 to 50 Chihuahuas in Parliament at any one time. You just can't see them under the seats. I was one of those... One of the the silent, um, the silent majority. I was talking to somebody about this the other day, actually. Oh, who and are you talking about this? Oh, I was talking to uh, Rachel Lang about this. You know, you know the comics artist. Yeah, I know the comic artist Rachel Lang. Yeah. yeah, she's very famous. Yeah, she's quite famous. Anyway, she was asking about this forty to fifty two hour situation. She's got right? wonderful dreams. That one. Yeah. Well, she's always making work about it. Wonderful dreams. Oh, yeah, that's, mm. that, that is true. Mm. A- anyway, what yeah. she was trying to ask me is that, like, obviously, you know, when you go to Parliament House mm-hmm. and there's all the portraits of the Prime Ministers. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, are there also pictures of chihuahuas just hidden out of sight? There are actually, yeah. yeah. They're they're along the skirting board. Oh. Yeah, down the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's you know it's it's easy to miss them. Mm. But you know if you go up there, yeah, you'll see like you know you'll see the Julia Gillard and you see the the you know the the absolutely just bonkers Golf Whitlam, mm. which is so distracting. Um, you would never see that actually underneath that Golf Whitlam where he's doing his a uh, funky dance. There's actually seven or eight mini portraits of chihuahuas. Oh. Yeah, just along the skirting board. Right. Yeah. I mean, so if you're the understudy for the prime minister, you get a, a chihuahua portrait? Uh, yes, that's right. Oh, right. And, yeah. and often, as I said, there's normally about seven uh, chihuahuas to each prime minister. Oh, why so many? Um, they go insane. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Did you see many chihuahuas go insane in your time in parliament? Oh, too many. Oh. Yeah. I tell you what, it's uh, it's lucky the windows are very reinforced. Oh. Otherwise, there would have been a lot of uh, chihuahua defenestration. Oh gosh! Mm. Some of these prime ministers, they get very angry. They take it out on the small dogs. Yeah. Mm. Oh well, we all know the prime minister is never a good person. Mm. Julia Gillard never threw a dog. Oh, well, that's can, nice. Can say that about her. Oh. Kevin Rudd though. He's a puppy tosser. He's probably throwing a dog right now. Yeah. Yeah, he's been quite busy this week. He has. He's got his royal commission, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, he's trying for it anyway. Yeah, trying to be, uh, trying to be all cool with the kids. Yeah. I saw. I saw him on, um, on TikTok. Oh yeah. The other day, yeah. Really, um, he really fucked up my frog algorithm that I was trying to go for. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. What was he doing on TikTok? Ah, uh, just you know, trying to make some jokes about backdoor cricket or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, that sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, first weekend out of lockdown. What did you think? It's pretty good. Yeah? Did you get up to anything exciting? Um, yes. Um, I went, uh, went to a show, went, mm-hmm. to a, went to a gallery. Oh, a gallery's open. Oh, you know I like to support the ARIs. Yeah, I, I know you like to, but, but this doesn't answer my question. But are, are the, are the, are gallery's open? Oh, yeah. You, oh. Can op- you can open a gallery yeah. if you classify it as a faith gathering oh. or as a retail experience. Right. Mm-hmm. So... This ARI show that you went to, would you say it was a faith or retail experience in its kind of aesthetic or...? Ah, well, I mean, I went in there Mm. um, and I did get, uh, you know, there was a security guard at the door who checked my bags. Mm. So that was a pretty um, retail experience for me. Um, I did get given a free sample of some of the art. Oh, yeah. They cut away a bit of the art to give to me. Mm. Um, And... And then also there was a prayer. So I guess they incorporated quite a little bit of both. Right, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. it a good show? Oh, it was a great show, mm-hmm. yeah. Wasn't at Chihuahua Height, though, so I had to get the, the person to pick me up and show me. Oh, that doesn't mm-hmm. sound very COVID-safe spooky. Yeah, I didn't want anything in the end either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but I did get a gift basket. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I brought it back for you. Mm-hmm. So What's here we it? go. Here we go. This is an ARI gift basket. Um... All right, so it's got um, it's got some tissues. Ooh. Mm. Uh, it's got uh oh, it's got a a fifty percent off the uh Joseph Boyce Cafe experience. There's a lot of seal fat in there. I don't know. We should maybe we should go check it out. Yeah, drink some gold flakes. Joseph Boyce. Yeah, I imagine they just uh, feed you gold flakes and you know, have you sit in a room with a huge coyote, huh? Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You don't like other dogs. Maybe stroke a dead rabbit. Um, yeah, it's a coyote a dog. Yeah, I'm not sure. More of a, it's more of a Neanderthal. Do you know how humans, like, every now and again, they'll find Neanderthals just, you know, in Siberia or whatever? Yeah, they're all melting because of global warming. They're all melting, but they're all very much dead. Yeah. For two hours, that's not like that at all. We have our Neanderthals. They're, they're running free. Oh, right. You can, we just, you know, you can imagine them. The coyotes, mm. the wolves, they're just out there. I could run into them. Oh. Which is quite shocking. To yeah. think about. You have to run into your past like that. Well, imagine if you could just go out, if you know, if you were in the wilderness far enough away and there was, you know, Neanderthals, you could come face to face with, uh, you know, your, your lineage oh. and get so embarrassed because you're like, well, I'm so, you know, I've, I've been I've been so milk fed yes. and, and, and toast weaned, mm. you know. I do like toast. Yeah, I know you love toast. Would you know how to make a loaf of toast if you were, you know, stuck in the Himalayas? Well, I feel like you make a loaf of bread, but I think I could manage it. Mm. I don't, I don't really, I don't know if you could. Yeah, I mean, I think the last time I tried to make a loaf of bread, it was just like crust, like crust the whole way through, which you'd like, because that's, that's what you get, you know, lots of bit of crust. I don't know if I would like it all the way through. Mm. Well, you get more. That's true. Kind of sounds like a dentist stick. Mm. That's a bit like a crust all the way through. Well, you love a dentist stick. I do love a dentist stick. I've got one of the world records for the fastest dentist stick chew. Yeah? Mm. Mm. Did you have to practice a lot to get to that? Uh, I mean, yeah. I've, I've been uh, practicing my dental stick chews, mm. for sure. Been practicing on um, some tan bark. Oh, yeah. From the children's playground. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, speaking of... How's your first week in childcare been? Yes, no, it's been great. Got lots of access to tan bark. Mm. That's what I've been bringing home in those bags. Ah, yeah. yeah, they just, you know, it's just all over the floor. Right. Oh, so you've just been scooping it up and bringing it home in those gym bags? Yeah, I don't think they want it. They just, um, the children just, you know, stand on it and pee on it and oh. stuff. So, oh, I think it's much more better, um, uh, you know, better, better used, uh, fueling our grill. Mm. Mm. Oh, is that why it's been burning so hot? Yeah, that's how I've been making my jerky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My salmon jerky. Yeah. Squished fish, as I like to call it. <laughs> yes, I know you love mm. your squished fish. But yeah, and I've been bringing some squished fish into the childcare centre to give to some of the bad children. Oh, yeah. Calm them down. It, does it calm them down? Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. Because they don't really have developed teeth, so it takes them ages. Oh, right, to, yeah. Uh, you know, they just suck and... Sucking on some squished fish. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I was quite worried about when we were telling me about this voluntary community service that you've been given mm. uh, is that you, um, you, I didn't think you were strong enough to lift up a small child. How's that been going? That's been great. No, I lifted two of them. Oh, really? Two of them at once yesterday. Yeah. Threw one of them into a cot. Yeah. The other one I missed, mm. but I did pick it up again. Yeah. Um... And, you know, no one was defenestrated. Well, that's good. So that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm very strong. I'm stronger than I look. Hmm. Evidently. Do you feel like it's cleaning up your image? I mean, that's why you're doing this, right? To sort of, like, clean the slate after the whole debacle with that court case. But to be honest, I thought, like, uh, the 40 to 50 minutes crew would be there for my first day on the job. But I guess they've got other stories to, to um, you know, there's other swindlers who are doing worse things. That's the thing about 40, 50 minutes. They never do um, the redemption story. No. It's always like, oh, 
this former treasurer is trying to defraud the Australian public through games of chance, or, you know, this uh, loan shark is uh, trying to, you know, uh, I don't know, financially bankrupt this poor family. It's never... This former treasurer of Australia is really making a good go of it, tossing some children twice their size, feeding them good fish and just having a good go, you know? Just where where's where's the good news stories? That's what I want to know. It's fucking criminal spooky. I can't believe it. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. I woof at it. I scoff I scoff and woof at it. Yes. Um but that's why I'm so glad that we have the podcast so we can set the record straight. This yeah. is the real news. Yeah, I feel like if people listen to this podcast, they probably wouldn't need any other news media. I think we've got it all. Yeah, I think we've got it all covered. We've got stories about my life. Yeah. Um, we've got stories about Michaelia Cash. Stories about Michaelia Cash coming up. Yeah. Um, and Weather memories. And weather memories. So you get to hear about the weather yeah. that you've already experienced. experienced. Yeah. And we get to experience it again together, <sighs> which is wonderful. I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, what else is in the news? You know, you listen to the news and it's just always like, oh... This poor woman got run over by a steamboat. And you're like, well, that's horrible, but I don't know this woman. Like, I mean, why do I need to know that she got run over by a steamboat? It's, you know, it's just, it's just kind of jarring and awful and inconsequential. Yeah, I mean, I suppose people are trying to, like, curb the steamboat, you know, homicide pandemic, you know. Um. Well, I guess, well, is that really a... Is that something that you need to watch out for? Oh. Steamboats? Well, I mean, according to you, they're being... They're, they're killing women left, right and centre. Well, I was just using that as an off-the-wall example. Oh, right. I'm you sorry. know? Yeah. Because it's always just something like that. It's always just, you know, oh, elderly grandmother stabbed 80 times in the neck mm. while she was trying to buy presents for the local children. Or You know, it's always just a, a freakish accident. You know, a, a man... Uh, falls into a bin and is, you know, disemboweled by rats. Or oh, did you hear about that that uh, sinkhole guy? Oh, yes, in New York City. With the, the rats? Pavement, pavement opened up and swallowed him into a pit of rats. I mean, that is a le- that is legitimately actually um, quite concerning and newsworthy. I've got to give it to that one. If there were sinkholes opening up in Melbourne City that were full of rats, I'd like to know about it. Yeah, well, I mean, sinkholes opening up, it's uh, it's not a great open for the election, hey? Hmm. What are you trying to say? Well, I mean, it doesn't bode well for supposedly the uh, the heart of the empire to be literally uh, crumbling beneath people's feet into pits of rats. You know, it just doesn't, doesn't fill one with a... Uh, I mean, maybe there is a sense of joy in the end of American empire, but... Uh, yeah, well, I think it's actually pretty fitting, you know, because... Uh, Klobuchar was really the only hope for yeah. America. Now that she's uh, been ousted, you know, mm. I really think, uh, you know, there's really no hope. Mm. I think uh, Hunter Biden is so sad because his father did the Iraq war and that's why he's so messed up. I don't think you can say that, Spooky. Well, it's true. He told me. Also, did you know, it's on his laptop. So you can look it up. I'm horrified. Who do you think is going to win the election, Spooky? Uh, it'd probably be Joe Biden. Yeah, you think he's going to win it? Probably, yeah. 
Hunter will be sad about it, I'm sure. Mm. <sighs> it's been a bit of a sad week in general, hasn't it, Spooky? Has it? I've, yeah, had, well, a great, I've had a pretty good time. Well, I mean, there was the thing... Oh, about, shit, yes. Yeah, no, you know, yes. The, 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 the directions tree being cut down, the, the, the catastrophe at the Jaborang Embassy. That has been terrible, yes. Yeah. Uh, so the Jaborang Embassy. Um, yes, I was going to mention that because, yes, we are a news podcast. And it probably is the, definitely the um, the most important news of the week. Um, yeah. And probably the whole year, because it's, uh, you know, it's really fucked. Yeah. I mean, the whole sort of event reminds me of, like, Naomi Klein's idea of the shock doctrine, right? In the sense that... I was just um, going to say that shock doctrine, yeah. It's yeah. shot through with the shock doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that idea that while we were all distracted being, you know, finally let out of lockdown... Mm. Um, uh, the government sort of makes advances uh, mm-hmm. on projects that they want to get done. It's... Oh, well, you know, the government uh, is nothing if not a large magician. Oh? Uh, you know, just using sleight of hand, you know? Misdirection. Cup and ball. Yeah. Mm. Oh, is that where you learn your cup and ball trick? Oh, in the parliament, yeah. yeah. Oh, they're always cup and ball in it. Oh. Down there. Oh. I was like, look over here, you know? Where's the ball? Yeah. You know, you put, put healthcare under one ball um, and you put, um, you know, tax exemptions under another cup mm. and you jostle them about. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, which one, which one do you want? Tax exemptions or healthcare? And then people are like, uh, healthcare. And they're like, oh no, sorry, it's tax exemptions. Oh, mm. all right. I can see why that might be effective. That's how we used to do it in the, uh, the Senate estimates. Uh. Mm. Well, you know, in all seriousness, though, Spooky, I, I think you said that you had um, you had a recommendation for people to sort of like maybe chase up and and listen to. Oh yes, our um, our good boys over at um, Ospol Snack Pod, um, Zach and Noon, have a great interview with uh, Lydia Thorpe, who's really great. I, I really wish I was in Parliament while she was there, because she seems like the kind of person who would feed the chihuahuas under the benches. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so she's there on the podcast talking about sort of the politics of, you know, genocide and what it means to sort of assault country, etc. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. You know, she's talking about all the stuff and she's talking about, uh, you know, she mentions Pauline Hansen running into her in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And she says that she was really nice to her on purpose, oh. which Pauline Hansen hates. If you ever meet Pauline Hansen out in public, if you be yeah. nice to her on purpose, uh, she fucking hates it because she knows... She knows you're only doing it to, mm. to piss her off. Yeah. Yeah, so she really gets her goat. Well, you and Pauline go all, way back, don't you? Oh, yeah, we go way back. And I used to pull that trick on her, too, whenever I'd see her in the hallway. Mm. I'd be like, oh, hello, Pauline. You're looking... And I'd grab her by the hands and I'd say, Pauline, you're looking so great. If I was in your position, you've got so much to worry about. But you know what? It, it's not showing on your face. You look beautiful. And then she'd say, what are you talking about? You know, you know how she sounds. And she'd be like, what? Is there something wrong with my, with my hair? And she'd run to the bathroom. Mm. And I'd chase her and I'd bark. Yeah. yeah it sounds very friendly. Mm. Well, it's mm. friendly initially. I'm sure Lydia Thorpe doesn't run and bark at people. You know what? I hope not. I, I would highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, well, what do you reckon, Spooky? Is it time for one of our new segments? Yeah, which one do you want to do? Do you want to do Cash for Gold? I think it might be time. Oh my god, daddy, it's 
It's Cash for Girls! Alright, so Mickey Cash has been up to some, uh, well, you know, she hasn't done anything too bad this week by her standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Cash for Gold for the listeners is obviously the um, little segment every week where we talk about what Mercadia Cash has been up to. Oh, yeah, I should probably say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, per usual, Michaelia Cash is doing her usual thing where she has to defend the government's shittiest behaviour and pretend like they've done nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know... What was, she, what was she jabbing her on about this week? Well, there's been a bit of a controversy going on because there was a grant scheme, sort of, uh, uh, for small businesses, about $4 mm-hmm. billion dollars of money. And of the uh, first round of applications... 97% of those successful applications went to um, businesses that were based in liberal or national electorates. Oh, that's not surprising at all to me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the other yeah, the other 3% obviously went to the, to the Labour Party. So there's been some flack about this. And, you know, Michaelia Cash, she hasn't really said anything exciting. She's just been, you know, saying, like, it was all fair, all good. You know, she said the applications were assessed by that criteria through programs established by the Department of Industry, Science, Energy and Resources. All projects were then recommended to the minister based on merit. So, you know, according to her, it all seems above board. Oh, well, that's what they always say. It's always based on merit. Yeah. And like, you know, she never stops to ask herself why she's one of the only women in the Liberal Party. Right. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, they're they're against quotas. Mm. I remember when I was there, everyone was there. bitching about quotas, bringing them in, because, you know, it wouldn't be... Oh, it has to be a meritocracy. Hmm. But then, you know, Michaela Cash is one of the only women. Yeah. Um, you think she'd have a little bit more, I don't know, nous? Hmm. Or, like, a little bit more recognition? Like, she would look around, maybe take the temperature of the room. But no, she's just... Uh, she's too inculcated by, um, by that uh, sort of politic of... The fucking, um, what would you call it? The kind of uh, private school girl meritocracy sham. Ah, uh, okay, mm. yeah. 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 I don't know, I know, I know I'm using a lot of uh, profanities, but uh, you'll have to just... I'll have to believe You'll have to believe me that it's all, it's all a sham. Yeah. Um, Did you ever look after any grant screens when you worked in Parliament? Well, I was the treasurer. Yeah. So, all of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I botched them all. Because oh, yeah. that's what I was supposed to do. Right, yeah. yeah. How did you botch them? Well, I just made sure that, you know, the party that I was working for um, got the, the most uh, the most of the grant money. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. Well, that seems pretty standard for, for political life, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, don't ask me what party it was, because I won't be able to tell you. I did not know. Oh, right. Um, like well, I that said... that must have made the task quite hard. It, it did... It did, but I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of support, uh, a lot of ears on the ground. Right, yeah, forty ha- to fifty, a, in fact. A forty to fifty. I'd have two hours coming into my office, and I'd be saying, um, "Is the party that we're supposed to be uh, doing the grants for are they getting the grants?" And then they would say, "You know, yes or no," um, and then I'd have to sort of adjust my calculations right. uh, based on that. Uh, yes, it was a lot of uh, it was a whisper network. Mm, yeah, I would say, yeah. Completely corrupt. Mm. I, I'll, I'll admit it. It's all in my book. Mm. Um, Silent but Deadly, yeah. The Confessions of a Chihuahua, um, which is a follow-up to my um, the uh, untold history of a chihuahua in Parliament. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. When's this one coming out? Uh, this one's an e-book. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
So it's just a it's just a blank PDF that you can download. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm. Looking forward to the book launch. You going to do anything special? Uh, well, I mean, it's COVID, so I mean, unless I classify it as a religious gathering or a retail experience, I guess I could. Well, I guess it's a retail experience, isn't it? You're buying a book. Yeah. Even though you're buying it online. Yeah. But why would you be there if you were buying it online? Oh, you know, everyone could gather together and then download it as a sort of one. I guess I could do a non-reading of it. Mm. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, one of my classic non-readings where yeah. I just am um, silent. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, you know, Spooky, maybe it's time for um, something that you've been talking about all week. Because um, you, so, you, you had so much fun doing it for the first time last week. Oh, my weather memories. Your weather memories. All right, well, Spooky, this is the part of the podcast where we uh, reflect on the, the beautiful weather of the past. Well, let me bring you back, Daddy, yeah. to the 27th of October, mm. last Thursday. Right. Boy, it was a windy one. Oh, it was windy one. Oh, it was a windy one. Mm. Oh, my God. Can you remember? No, no. My, my weather journal blew away. Your weather memory blew, your weather memory journal blew away. Yeah, I haven't been able to... Well, that's how windy it was. Oh, gosh, yeah. I had to attach my uh, weather memory journal to a rock. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. Um, and then I had to put on top of that rock mm. uh, an anvil. Oh. Lucky we had one lying around. Hey, why did we have an anvil lying around? I don't know. I think um, Corey was doing some uh, kind of a, a Popeye the Sailor goofs, dropping right. anvils from the, um, the effigy. I'm amazed he can pick an effigy up. Uh, sorry, an anvil up. He's so slippery. Well, that was part of the goof. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you ever seen Popeye? Oh. oh, not for a very long time. Well, he's got this girlfriend called Olive Oil. Yeah. Who Corey loves because mm. oh. she's slippery too. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, she's very slippery. So he's gets a lot of inspo from her for mm. a lot of his dance moves. Right. So mm. he's more of a he's more of an olive oil than a Popeye. He's more of an olive oil. And I said that we wouldn't be talking about Halloween because, you know, obviously it's a... Uh, Correlated with my name uh, makes a real mockery out of me, but I did quite enjoy, I have to say, despite myself, uh, Corey's olive oil costume. It was mm. great. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't see it. Oh, well, he was up in the effigy pretty much the whole day. Yeah. You didn't see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, no, it was a red dress, white sort of collar. Yeah? No, no, no I was And then he was covered in olive oil. Oh. Mm. Well, that sounds like a pretty solid look. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure if I ask you to put it back, back on for me. I'm sure he would. He loves you. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, weather memories. Yes, we're going off. Past, going yeah. off track here. Yeah, yeah. All right. What have I got in my weather journal? All right. So it was very windy. I have uh, the gate mm-hmm. kept blowing open. Do you remember that? We got this steel gate at the back of the yard. You cannot imagine how squeaky it is. It's the squeakiest, the squeakiest gate because it's squeaking off the concrete. Squeak, 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 squeak. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. So it was that all day. Had to put up with that. Mm. Not great. No. And, um, yeah, the doors to our uh, smoking nook were uh, bl- very blowy. Remember I was trying to smoke my cigar and it kept going out? Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah, that was such a stressful time. The whole house smelled of cigar as well because, you know, it kept blowing it in. Well, I know. Well, it kept blowing my cigar into the bedroom, which, um, you know isn't nor is isn't normally blown in as much but uh that's the weather for you it's diabolical well the weather you know on a normal day 
I just be smoking my, my cigar happy as a clam. Yeah. But the weather, on any particular day, makes these ordinary interactions affused with a kind of, um, what would you say? Uh, a, uh, what's that French word? A, a, a joie de vivre? A joie de vivre. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. It's the weather, Daddy, that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Without the weather, can you imagine? Mm. Oh, the days are blended to one. I wouldn't know anything about that. You might as well be living... You might as well be a, um, you know, a terranaut Mm. living in a fucking glass dome on Mars. Yeah. Do you think this is why people like, um, like talking about the weather so much? Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a very, um, innocuous uh, way to have a conversation. Mm. But it's also, I think, a great way of saying that I'm experiencing the weather... I'm alive. Mm. I've got pores. I can feel them opening and closing. I've got a throat that's a bit clammy. Here I am in my flesh sack. And, you know, I'm osmoting. Yeah. And, and not only osmoting, but emoting. Oh. In the weather, which is great. That I, is I think, great. I think it's great. I just think, it's, I just think the weather's just really fantastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know there's something else in this world that makes you feel alive and makes you emote and, you know, etc. Something that really gets your soul inspired and burning. Oh, yeah? What, what's that? Well, I think you might know what it might be. Or Pepsi Max. Instead, it's... Fishing visa, gonna cry there. Bridging visa, I can through the air. So it's your favourite time of the show, Spook? Ah, oh, bridging visa, yes. Well, yes, bridging visa does make me emote. Um, you can also have a bridge over emote, which is, you know, that's a... Yes, so I've heard. Yeah. This bridge, though, that I'm going to talk about is... A bridge that I do not like and do not appreciate. You don't like a bridge? This is a, this is a call out. This is a cancel, a cancel culture bridge, bridging visa. Oh my God. This bridging visa has been denied. Oh, oh, this is. This bridge can be deported for all I'm concerned. Spooky. Mm. Are you sure should be doing this on the show? Maybe you, you might make somebody angry. Well, I don't know who built this bridge. I mean, I'm sure it's got a nice function to it, but it's very ugly. Where is it? Which bridge is it? It's all over the Upfield line. It's the Upfield Skyrail Bridge. Oh. Oh, you mean for the trains? Yeah. It's taken bloody forever for them to do it. Yeah. And then they come out with it. They've revealed it. Yeah. So you you can go and look at it. Of kind of what it looks like. Yeah, we went and did a little drive under it the other day. Yeah, I haven't gone on it yet. I'm going to go on it with my friend uh, uh, Gemma Flack um, on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to go on it in the morning. So I guess I'll report back to you then about whether I think it's nice from above. But looking at it from below, have you seen the trim on it? Oh, it's kind of like what, like a slab with some holes in it? It's just these metal, uh, yeah, these metal sheeting with holes in it. it looks like bloody razor blades. Mm. Um, and then around Bell Street. But you know it's my favourite street because I love bells. I know, yeah. It's bloody orange. It's, it's bloody a... construction orange. Oh. Why would you make a bridge construction orange? I've never seen a bell that's construction orange. That's true. If I had done it, I'd just strapped a million bells to it. That's what I would have done. So when the trains went down and the bridge... Yeah, it would have got jangly. Oh, that does sound nice. It would have been so nice and jangly. But no, they just got... 
I mean, who do they get to design these things? Just metal with holes punched into it? It's so, it's so artless, you know? <sighs> yeah, look, uh, I wouldn't say that it warmed my heart either. Well, I mean, bridges can really inspire a populace and they're such a, uh, you know, they're such an important thing for a community. And to not give two shits about what's on the side cladding of your bridge, I mean, I don't care that it's just a concrete slab, really. And but the fact that they're trying to disguise that it's a concrete slab by slapping a couple of metal sheets on it, no, no one's... You're not fooling anyone. Yeah, it's a real minimum effort, right? Maybe just a pass. So this is a call-out. Upfield Skybridge, up your fucking game, would you? Take that cladding off, and let's get serious about what we've got on that side of that bridge. And, you know, I'd love to take requests, but for me... I would say Bells on Bell Street. Um, I'd say when it's going over uh, Tinning Street, um, you should have some, um, some maybe some, some tins. Mm. Um, what would you say? Uh, maybe uh, when it was going over Hope Street, maybe um, a couple of Christmas angels. Mm. Mm. Yeah, any, any other suggestions you, you have for sort of street-based... Um, you know, um, decorations. Oh. What other streets does it go over? Victoria Street? Yeah, what would you do in Victoria Street? Uh, I guess you could have some, some busts of the Queen, Queen, the Queen Vic. Yeah. yeah. Do you think people would hack the nose off it like the other face bridge in um, Brunswick? That's true, actually, maybe. So maybe um, instead of that, maybe have some um, some sort of uh, some metal sculptures of borax to mm. remind people of the Victoria Market. Yeah, that sounds much mm. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't have something with a nose around Brunswick. People will hack it off. Yeah, they just can't help themselves. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I think you've really solved this problem, Spooky. Yeah, well, I mean, write in. Also, speaking about writing in, um, I would like to do a uh, advice pod. I would like to do um, Spooky's uh, Love Line. So if you're having trouble with a significant other, or maybe if you have a crush on on someone from the television, um, why don't you write in and I'll try and give you my, my two cents. I think we'll either probably do that next week or maybe the week after, depending on how many we get, I suppose. Yeah, when we get the calls, mm. I guess. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Well, what's for the week ahead, Spooky? Any hopes? Any dreams? Well, hopefully I'll get a lot of notes um, about people's love life because I'm always... I'm very nosy. Mm. Um, also, we've got a we've got a family moving into the effigy. Oh, someone's moving to the effigy in the backyard, are they? Yeah, we've been... We've, we had it on, we've had it on Gumtree for a while now as a place to live and yeah. uh, someone's finally taking it up. Well, aren't Janine and Corey living in there? Oh, no, they've moved. Oh, where are they living now? Oh, they're living in Corey's car. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah. So Janine's kind of made like a she's popped a tent mm. um, next to the car. She sort of put the flap of the tent over the boot. Right. So the boot's kind of like her um, walk-in wardrobe, mm. and the tent is kind of like her toilet. Um, so, and then I guess the rest of the car is her uh, greenhouse. Mm. Mm. Oh well. Ah, be very busy in there. Mm. Well, tell us about our new neighbours. Um, well, they're a nice family. Yeah. Um, they, uh, there's two, two, uh, adults and, uh, one baby. Yeah. 
Um, although they were all, they all look very similar height. Oh. Um, kind of funny actually. They were all wearing suits, but then they were wearing sort of costumes over the suits. Right. Very interesting look. That's quite suspicious. Is that suspicious? That's just very odd. Would you be suspicious about that? Well, I would certainly take a double take. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 one who was trying to pass themselves off as a little girl was very interesting, actually. I mean, I don't want to say that they weren't a little girl, but they were about probably six feet tall and. They were wearing a sort of a, a, a grey, what looked like a, a quite a nice Armani suit, and then, but then they had a sort of a, a Jojo Swiver um, uh, jumper over the top of it. Right. And they had a sort of side ponytail, mm. which didn't suit them. Yeah, sounds like quite a look. Anyway, I'm sure they'll be a nice family, and uh, they've, they've agreed to pay, uh, you know, two months in advance plus bond, so... Mm. Oh, that's nice. How mm. much are they paying a week to live in that effigy? Ah, uh, $600 a week. Jesus Christ. Really How making, you squeeze that? Really making a killing. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Doesn't even have a toilet. Well, I've installed a fountain in there. Ah. Mm. Well, I suppose that's better than nothing. Yeah. You poo in the fountain, it just goes around. You know, it's a secular fountain. Dear God. It's <gasps> inside the effigy as well, the fountain, so it's, gonna, it's probably going to... Hmm. I'm not sure it's going to make things better. Well, you know what? I wouldn't live in there, but they've decided, they've agreed. Yeah, if they want to pay $600 a week, I mean, that's their, that's yeah. their prerogative, I guess. Yeah. All right, Spooky, you got a poem for me this week? I do. Here's a little, um, a little ditty. This is a poem about my effigy. It's called, My Effigy Gets New Shoes. My effigy is a Taurus and shacks itself up every night. My effigy points towards the west gate, gets plucky, held together by the moon. My effigy avoids matadors. My effigy calls Jackie O every morning to guess the secret sound. My effigy is a reworked sculpture of Red Dog, True Blue. My effigy never texts me back. My effigy remembers when a cyclone hit the Gold Coast in 1954. My effigy went to the pub and brought everyone around. My effigy punches darts, sinks tins. My effigy keeps a weather journal. My effigy has worn the same sad expression every day since it was built. My effigy is falling apart. My effigy watches the auction cross the street. Going, going, gone. Nose falls off one last time and we go for the nails. My effigy wears mascara, has a kind of e-girl thing going on. My effigy is divided on zoning permits. Goo holds together my effigy these days. I can see it as I walk home, arms full of dentist sticks. My effigy sticks its head over your fence and asks about the Egyptian window. Afterwards, we share a lemoncello, listen to my voicemails. My effigy cries during McLeod's daughters. Spends the night, spends the last night of vacancy on the lawn. I call my effigy in from the kitchen. 
Oh, it's quite a nice poem about your refugees. That's book, just yeah. a little poem about, you know, some, you know, some things I love about my effigy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it seems quite affable. Well, it's going to change. Everything for the effigy is going to change, so I thought I'd make, maybe make just, like, you know, a little snapshot of... What do you mean it's going to change? Well, you know, it's got, it's got, it's got tenants now. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. It's got that fountain. Well, I guess Jadine and uh, Corey were technically living in there, but they never did anything with the place. Well, I mean, Corey was keeping it together. It would be slime. That is true. He was keeping it together with the slime. Well, I did mention that. I gave him some shout-outs for that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm glad you wrote a poem about your effigy, finally. You'd think that, you know... Having a 40 to 50 foot statue of a chihuahua in your backyard would have inspired more poetry. Well, I never asked for it, mm. but yes, no, it, it, it has inspired. It finally has. Mm. I do appreciate it. Oh, I'm glad. But anyway, you know what, Daddy? What? I'll see you in heaven. Oh, well, I'll see you in heaven too. <laughs> <laughs>